Breaking Bad to Calling Soul Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're talking TV From Suits to Supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black True Detective Bombed at Second Crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash The Walking Dead, uh, get into geek. This is Get Into TV. We are talking Walking Dead 7.02. I can't even remember what the actual episode was called, but uh, nothing to do with the, the same. Well. Yeah, the well was it? Ah. Yeah. Nice, nice. That- I just looked that up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's uh, we'll get into it. It is all spoilers, of course, but you're only listening to it because you are um, having watched the show, obviously. So, <laughs> or you've never seen it and you don't care. Yeah, that's exactly right. And in that case, why are you listening to us anyway? Continue to tell all your friends about it. Uh, first of all, my name is Mitch. Uh, back from last week, we have uh, Scotty. Hello. And Brandon. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Indeed. I'll tell you what's up. Carol. New Carol. Pissing me off. Go back to old Carol. Get your shit together, woman. <laughs> and I don't. I don't say that sounds very like abusive of me. I just mean like she was. She is a complete badass. She can play the game. She can play people. She can yep. shoot people in the head from a mile away. Mm. She saved them single handedly from. Now, I can't remember. A few seasons ago. It was those cannibals. They were going to slit their throats over the bathtub. from Terminus, right? Yes, Terminus. That was it. And and she's just blown shit up, saved them all, and then now she's like, useless. She she is now Carl in season one. (laughs) Currently, stay in the house. Just get in the house and stay there. That's all. That's what, then that's it. That's all I have to say about it. Now, Brendan, you love New Carol, so your defense... Oh, uh, yeah. What do you mean you yeah, love, love New it. Carol? No, he's just throwing me under the bus completely there. No, I really like how Carol just lays there and does nothing for the first half of the episode. It's great. <laughs> I can't... Are you being extremely sarcastic <laughs> yeah, I was, or is this... I was asking for his rebuttal. And, <laughs> see, he doesn't He no. doesn't love New Carol. No one loves Actually, New Carol. Actually, it's funny that, you, that we all feel that way because I read an article where it was actually pro-Carol and it said, um, you know, finally Carol's... You know, she killed... Uh, the saviour minions last season and she's finally coming back to that Carol that we love and um, they're putting all their eggs in one basket so to speak because they say that Carol's the only one who's tough enough to kill Negan rescue Daryl and bring Rick back from the brink I'm like are you serious? are you freaking serious? (laughs) she needs to do some sort of like Biggest Loser extreme makeover (laughs) type thing if she wants to do any of the aforementioned things exactly um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't, I just don't, I don't care about her, you know, like seeing the zombies as people, you know, Although, she's imagining them yeah, as what people. Was with that? Good filming though. I thought that was a very clever way they did it. Like, yeah. is in, you could, I feel like this season they've done really well to start to stop your train of thought, to really put you into the mindset of what is happening as in with. Rick's flashbacks in the first episode, like him imagining everyone dying and what could happen. Mm. Carol seeing them as people. And you're like, it really kind of gives you an instant understanding of what they're feeling. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. But also, yeah, no, I don't care that she's doing it. (laughs) But 
good way of doing it. No, you're right. It was it was an interesting spinner because I guess she's been getting to that stage, and I guess it all started with uh, those two young girls that you know she, when she had to kill that uh, the older sister of the two oh. young girls they were walking with, which was oh. the start of brutal Carol. Oh, Jesus. You know, and then she just sort of yeah. You know, don't she, forget she burned those people alive in the prison too. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Although I, <laughs> she's always been a monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I still prefer old Carol though, but um, what her yeah. husband beat on her, Mitch? Okay, wow. Is that what you're trying to you say? would prefer she get beat by her husband <laughs> than save lives? Jesus, that is, of course, what I'm saying. I mean, it could not be taken any other way. Um... I'm going to take this opportunity to say, get into gig does not support violence against women. That is solely Mitchell <laughs> Lewis in his self. Hey, I run this ship, so you're all uh, you're all on my train, buddy. Uh, no, that's not true. Of course, now. I don't know. I want to move past Carol. Let's get on to the other one, Ezekiel, or should uh, he prefer to be called King Ezekiel? What yes. do we all make of him? And I just want to start, but I, I love the fact that he is this makeshift king and that his throne is actually on a theatre stage. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I totally. love him. Well done, Kirkman and Krug. Well done. You know, he's up there. He's got his pet tiger, Shiva. Settle down, Shiva. Any friend of Morgan's is a friend of ours. I think he is fantastic. (laughs) As I said to you earlier uh, in the corridors at work before we jumped in here, um, I love that character. And I love at the end his dialogue with Carol, um, with stupid new Carol, um, (laughs) where he kind of broke down and went, look, you know, I know I'm not a king. I was a zookeeper. That's why the tiger likes me and tells his story of why the tiger likes him and then says, look, people needed something and I just gave it to them. And he has an awesome voice. So I love him. Yes. I mean, and two voices too. It wasn't like that was his normal, you know, he's, he's, he, he took the he took the the image away the, the mirage you he, know like a little kind of like ghetto accent like as in that kind yeah. of real rubber like yeah like I can't do it but he kind of slipped completely from his royal voice into normal like I know I'm not a king like eh. <laughs> yeah it's totally like a um from James Earl Jones into like a Chris Rock yeah <laughs> <laughs> now tell me was it just me because I I think it's a little weird that I think his CGI tiger looked a little more real than his fake dreadlocks. Like, I could see where they glued that onto his forehead, and I'm like, I should be thinking the old Life of Pi Tiger next to you is completely unreal. Whereas I'm looking, I'm like, I just... I don't buy the dreadlocks. I see see through your your act, but I I can't see past your fake dreadlocks, man. And that shouldn't be what I'm focusing on in a show called The Walking Dead. But he was such a different character, I feel like, that we've ever met before. Like you said, Scotty, that he's putting on this fake uh, leader act, you know, like the governor. Wasn't a governor like the name, was trying to run the thing. But, you know, he was what? A guy who ran a hardware store before that or something, you know? And and God knows what Negan was beforehand. But he's he's, he's going, you know what? It's the apocalypse. I'm going to put on this show and I'm going to establish myself as this person. Whereas... Ezekiel saw that Carol wasn't seeing through the bullshit. And so, you know, look, I'm only doing this because people need it. You know, I'm not a violent man. As far as we know, at this point, he's not a violent man. He's a good guy. And he's doing it because people need it, which is probably why the other guys did it. But they sort of got sucked into their own power a little bit. Whereas Ezekiel at this stage hopefully hasn't turned that way. And God forbid he does because he's got a tiger we don't need this guy going Which, suicidal you know is this, is this a bad time to point out that until you said cgi tiger i hadn't even thought about that in my head when we were watching it i thought oh 
That's cool that they got a tiger. Never, <laughs> never once. Yeah, hey, <laughs> it may surprise me, but that, that thing, actually, you're right, it, it looked amazing. It, yeah, it didn't. At no point did I look at it and think, oh, that's a CGI tiger. I, I think I feel a little bit silly now on reflection <laughs> that obviously they wouldn't film with a goddamn tiger hey, there. They might. Brendan, please, we, you, you can be the judge in this oh, little... I, I noticed it right away. But, um, yeah, I was just thinking Narnia. So I was trying to keep that in my peripherals. And so I was trying to look at Ezekiel, but then I noticed his dreadlocks, so I didn't know really where to look. The thing that I did like was Carol's reaction to... I couldn't really tell if she was trying to be sarcastic or sincere. What do you think of the king? I think you're amazing. It's amazing. Shiva. Amazing. But I couldn't really pick up her tone. Was she trying to be sarcastic or something? Oh, yeah, she's putting on that, that, that sort of, yeah, very innocent character that she was putting on, I guess, towards the end of last season. When she was, you know, doing all the baking of the cookies yeah, and things yeah, yeah, in yeah. Alexandria, yeah. you know, I'm like, are you trying to put this on? Because I don't think anyone believes that you are this woman anyway. If you've been out there for years and been surviving for so long, and all they have to do is go and ask Daryl or Rick or Michonne, oh, what's Carol like? They'd be like, man... She a like, bad she, ass. Don't give that woman a weapon. You know what? Don't don't handcuff her because she could kill you with her bare hand. She could fashion anything into a weapon. And all of a sudden it's like, better not put too many chocolate chips in these cookies because they'll go bad. You and know, she and she totally does an English accent. Well, sure. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that I could until that point. But um, another bit I liked about, uh, I guess, this whole, this whole new group, while that, you know, they're a good group, they're all working toward each other. It's a, it's a very nice little system they've got going. And then Ezekiel comes along and says to Morgan, who's been training the young bloke in stick fighting, thank God, because he was useless with an actual knife against a near-dead zombie anyway. <laughs> and he's like, come on this drive with us. It's very important. And bang. It's not that they're a separate group anymore, the kingdom. Mm. They're being controlled by the saviors as well. So Morgan hasn't quite... Not that he was trying to get away with Carol, but he hasn't found himself excluded from the problems that Rick and co... Are suffering as well like he's mm. he's still under the savior's control at this point which is like scary for him even though he might not know it as much as what we do because yeah. we've seen stuff that he hasn't yet and that was a relief only because when they were feeding the pigs the dead <laughs> he was like i want his belly full of rot i was like oh my god these people are crazy too <laughs> but then when you realize they're giving it to the saviors you're like ah that's just like a little bit of a yeah. To the to old mate they're giving it to. But also, before we move past the king, can we take a note, uh, take a second to appreciate how awesome his squire is? Chill it up, Bess. Chill it up. Jerry, you are a faithful steward, but your words leave me pitch-kettled. Oh, like, yes. He he was the hidden, like, gem of that episode. Like, yeah. and... um. Give us, give us a moment for me to speak with Carol. I was like, all right, well, like, just holler. I'll be in holler range. Uh, deuces. Like, just, he's so, like, he's serving the king, but he doesn't care. I don't know if he knows that he's not a real king and he doesn't really care or if that's just how he is in yeah. life. So rad. I think if it's any, if it's more poorly handled, I would get very annoyed at either that character or the fact that he's in the show because he really doesn't fit with what Ezekiel's trying to sell. And he sort of says that to him. I forget the guy's name now. But, yeah, you know, yeah. He turns to him and he's like, 
Michael, that's enough. It's yeah. like, you know, you're, you're stop with the jokes and the serious thing. I'm trying to sell the fact that I'm a king to these people and yeah. stuff, but he keeps coming back with the quips, you know, every 10 minutes, he's got to come out with a little jab and stuff. And so I, I don't know. It's sort of, it was a nice yin and yang, I oh, think, between like, him and his equal. Do you not like? No, I liked it. I did oh, okay. like it. No, I thought it was funny. It was just, it was just, it removed me just that little bit from this, whatever yeah. scene he was in, but not in a bad way. It was just like, oh yeah, yeah, there's that guy. He's cool. Yeah. People like that still exists in this post-apocalyptic world. Which I don't know how chirpy you would actually be though. As in, I get he's the comic relief in the show, but if you were the squire too, even if you knew it was a fake king with a tiger in a post-apocalypse, I can't say that word I just learned. Post-apocalypse. With the zombies and Mate, stuff. we got time. <laughs> Apocalyptic? Boom. Nailed it. Oh, nailed it. First try. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you would have that amount of joy in your step as he does. You know? Nah, we don't know what he's been through. You know? Maybe nothing. Maybe he got away with it. Yeah, something we were talking about last week, Bren, was why Negan being how he is... He didn't quite, at least for me, and I think we all agree, didn't quite strike us as someone that maybe his followers wouldn't try to overthrow him at one point. Like, he's almost too much of a psycho. Like, the governor, we understood why no one mm. uprose. You know, whereas Negan, it's like, man, he's almost too dangerous. His people should be out there trying to kill him. But I think we saw a little bit more in this episode why maybe they're not, because Negan wasn't out there going to the kingdom to get the, the, the pigs full of rot. He sent out his yeah. minions. Now, on his behalf they were ruling with an iron fist, right? So they're out there, they're demanding things, they're beating people up, you know, they're sticking mm. guns in their faces and things. And I think they're really getting off at the fact that they mm. can control these people. So it's like, well, you know, he controls us, but we control everyone else. So yeah. everyone that's below him, he's in charge of, but we're just under him, so we control everyone else. So They're middle management. Yeah, exactly and right. they're <laughs> loving it. <laughs> they're there with their, you know, short-sleeved white, you know, collars, you know, with that's, a tie. They've got a name tag, like. but... They choose to put on the name tag, yeah. right? As in, I know we've got to wear it, but I can tell you where's your name tag. And yeah. that makes me feel good. I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Well, it's kind of like the old adage, isn't it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I think these guys are enjoying the power while they have it. Unless it doesn't work for them, that's probably when they'll change it. Just to digress, though, uh, with Ezekiel, I think the good thing about him is uh, it's kind of refreshing Um Really, with him not being this crazy, maniacal, bad psycho guy, and it's uh, he's like a friendly, nerdy LARPer kind of dude. Like we were saying before, I don't think I could handle him unless he came out of the closet, so to speak, and started talking normally and talking real to Carol. You know, he did what he had to do, so I can un kind of understand him now um, and relate to him a little bit more, which is good. The only thing with him that kind of caught me off guard was and I don't know if it's part of his king act but once they saw the saviors gave them um, the rotfield pig and then jumped back in their car as he was getting in he said to the walkers like um, something like be well with this curse until we can free you oh, yeah. just like you know we'll fix you type thing and got into the car and I was like like he knows that's not happening right like <laughs> even if there was a cure that's what i don't get even if there was like a cure you're gonna give someone an injection and then they'll come back to life and just like they'll miss half their face but they'll be okay like is that the i don't know what the end goal is i don't actually know what the end goal with the entire show yeah, is. yeah well that's interesting like last week i must have missed mitch's question because he said where would you be happy you know seeing this going in the future and i am happy with where they're at now but I think 
um, moving forward, they have to touch on the main story arc like they did when they went to, like in the first season, the end of the first season, when they went to that friggin', I don't know what it's called, Germ Institute or whatever, and they found out that everybody was infected. And then when they finally meet Abraham and the mullet guy, and then, you know, they're going to Washington. So there's kind of a, there's a force behind it. I think they need to follow that storyline a little bit more, find out, you know, what's happening out there. Um, maybe they do that in the spin-off, I don't know, but I know each individual season is its own little arc, but they need to create that main story arc again. Um, yeah, like I said, they might have done that in the spin-off, but I haven't seen what, that. What spin-off? The Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch any of that. that yeah, you're right. I, I, I would like to get back to, I think we've had seven seasons worth of finding a group. Oh, they're all psychos. Better kill them and move on. Oh, we found another group. They're all psychos. Better yeah. kill them and move on. I would like to see them get to somewhere like a big city and what mm. kind of what is there a government out there like surely there's some kind of official you know whether it's a leftover senator or god forbid the president's still alive or something like there was actually a, bo- a governing oh, bo- he's alive he's alive yeah, he's in a bunker somewhere you know yeah, sure <laughs> eating spam <laughs> drinking bottled water it's actually barack obama no but that, that's a fair point like i actually hadn't that hadn't crossed my mind that since that whole Abraham's Abraham story, that which was season what three or four, Brendan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah. we've had, like you've said, four seasons or three or four seasons now of just meeting groups and killing groups. As in, they haven't actually touched on that main. If you think about it, the overall theme of the show is zombie outbreak, fixing zombie outbreak. As in, that hasn't come into any of these seasons since. Um, yeah, the the germ or whatever the fuck as it was uh, spoken about referred to. <laughs> yeah, the Department of Germs. <laughs> the, the Department of Germs and gross yeah. stuff. Yeah, pretty yeah I guess they've got to get back to at least... I mean, it, it's it's kind of nice that just because we're following around some random group that they don't coincidentally happen to walk into a room full of scientists that are, you know, they're curing or anything. I mean, it's just one group among several hundred, you've got to think, around the yeah. country that are trying to survive, but at least run into somebody or there's hints along the way. And that's what Abraham and the other dipshit with the muddle, I don't even care to remember him. He still yet to win me over that bloke. Why, uh, that he's that he was out there to help with a cure. It's like, oh, cool. They've come across this guy. They've got yeah. to help him get somewhere. And then they might move on or they're going to go and live in a city under someone's protection or something. But we don't have to be there every day to see how this cure is going. Now, obviously, that whole thing went to shit. But yeah, I, I would like to see them get back to something along that sort of line yeah. because we're, I think whatever we're doing now, while I like it, and like you said, Brent, I'm on the same boat as you. I'm still enjoying what they're doing. We've definitely seen it more than enough by this stage. Closing it down, I guess, to, to this particular season, where do you think it's going to go? Well, now that we've met the kingdom, we know that they don't act independently to the saviors. They're under their control as well. Now, Ezekiel said he keeps these meetings with the saviors a secret. Like, presumably, the rest of the kingdom don't even know that the saviors yeah. are in control. They just know they have to provide all this stuff, you know, for themselves. Ezekiel and his crew of, you know, he's essentially SEAL Team 6. Like, he's really hardcore. Like, they're the guys that carry the secrets. Um, they sneak all the food out give it to the saviors once a week. Cause he said, look, if people back there, if they find this sort of shit out, they're going to want to fight. Yeah. And Morgan's getting told that. And he's like, well, yeah, we, uh, my group don't want to do that either. Little does he know two of his friends have already been killed. But yeah. I mean, knowing how our group likes to go into something that's already established, good or bad and screw it up, um, <laughs> send it to shit, regardless of whether it's already there or not. 
is that where we're going to go? Is the kingdom going to, you know, take up arms because of our group coming into it and going, hey, these guys have killed us? You know, Maggie sort of getting them in line and the people on the, you know, mountaintop or whatever, the hilltop, whatever they're called, yeah. you know. Um, As in all the clans together. Well, that or one clan at a time. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it, that would feel very repetitive governor, or governor yeah. versus the jail yep. scenario. As in, yeah. if this season. I would actually be disappointed if this season is a giant is a lead up to a giant battle between the saviors and like the kingdom or the mm. kingdom the hilltop they all get together like I don't know that although that kind of feels like where it's going um, now that we've met everyone and they they dropping the hints with oh they'll want to fight and Morgan's kind of like well and I mean like the good way to do it not how he speaks but you understand um, I, I don't know that would feel too repetitive to me and with you were talking about the story arc and you mentioned last week that they want to keep writing the show until people aren't watching anymore. And I feel like if they were to actually touch back on that story arc of finding a cure, I don't need to see Rick in a science outfit finding a cure. (laughs) It it just needs to kind of happen somewhere, even if we don't see it. And then we just see the effects start to roll through or something, but that would lead to the end of the show, which you've said they don't want to do. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I just, yeah, I just wish they'd have come along a character or something like that that says there's definitely a place in Washington, you know, we can all go there or something to spark it to move the main story arc forward um, since the jail instead of just coming across places like Terminus and stuff like that. But then I was just wondering, have they moved really far away from the jail? I mean, obviously they did when they ran into Abraham and then when they went to Terminus and so forth, but... I just find it weird how everybody around this area is in charge, like the saviors are in charge, and we'd never heard of them before. Do you reckon that's just like a recent uprising or something like that? Yeah, I feel like we have between, I think the road from Terminus more than anything was a a lot of ground covered. I, I know early on they didn't really seem to move on a great deal. Like there was the end of season two, they were having a campfire or something, and then the camera sort of, you know, panned up, and you saw not too far in the back was this building, you know, and it ended up being the jail. And I think that was purely for the fans of the comic that knew what that meant that was yeah. the prison was going to be next season. Whereas the next season starts, and it had been like six months in story. Like we yeah. go from Laurie being kind of pregnant to full-blown, I'm about to go into labor any minute. So it had been a good six or so months in that time. And they were still going around, like, busting into houses, stealing supplies, killing zombies in in and around their surrounds. And then they come across the jail. And I'm like, what have you been doing for six months? If you've been hanging around, like, how many cabins in the woods have you managed to find and raid and pillage to be able to keep your guys alive? You know, and not come across the jail, which... Is probably the best place they've ever been because it was all well fought. And of course, they go and they screw that up because yeah. they. I think the thing that annoyed me about the jail is why wouldn't you excavate around it and make like an awesome zombie moat? Like all the zombies fall in. And if you get a little overrun with zombies, just burn them, you know? Maintenance, man. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> the, thing, the thing about burning that they do in this show, if watching zombie movies has taught me anything about surviving the zombie apocalypse, nailed it, is don't light zombies on fire. Won't kill them. You'll just have flaming zombies, and that rule doesn't seem to apply to this a show. Flaming which zombie mode. That sounds cool to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's level seven on the video game. Flaming yeah. zombies, <laughs> or, or just like they've come across Elton John. They're like, oh, that's a flaming zombie. 
dead, dead Elton John. I'll show myself out. <laughs> I just wanted to leave you there in the dark for a second. I remember actually, I think midway or between season three and four and Brennan came over for a barbecue and we were talking about The Walking Dead. I think we were trying to get someone, uh, one of our mates uh, to watch it and and we sort of come to the same conclusion that if we were living in this jail and it, the fence line was just completely surrounded and littered with zombies, every day we'd just be going out there and just stabbing them in the head or shooting them. Not, not even shooting because we're not waste yeah. bullets, but go out there and kill them. You know, go, go for rides in a truck and, you know, mm-hmm. drive along, cutting heads off and stuff. Like, don't let yourself get overrun. It doesn't make sense why they just sit back going, geez, that's going to become a problem one day. And lo and behold, a week later, season four starts. Mm-hmm. And the first five minutes is like three of them going, okay, I've got the morning shift. And they go out there and just sticking stakes through their heads and mm-hmm. stuff and killing them. And then at the end of the day, when like none of them are left or whatever, they go out there, put them all on the back of a ute, drive them down the road and chuck them in a pile. And I'm like, good, guys, we're Finally. making real life progress. <laughs> and then there's that one crazy little girl being like, I've got to feed Jerry. What are you doing? Stop it. I'm glad Carol killed you. I can't say that. It's a child. Yeah, no, you can because she was annoying. And And then she killed a baby. (laughs) That's what I like about King Ezekiel's folk is they rock up on horses. Like they look like these gladiator, gladiator kind of hardcore dudes. And I'm like, oh, you remember when Glenn had his riot gear? Why wouldn't you just make an awesome zombie suit, like with spikes on it coming out, like Batman and shit? That would. That'd be totally The case of did. Glenn, maybe a helmet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too soon? Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> That's me done. I'm We're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to the uh, the end of the episode. Last thing we see is Carol, like, after this great monologue, as you brought up before, Scotty, of Ezekiel saying, look, this is why I do what I do. I know that it might be wrong, but I feel like it's more beneficial than it is otherwise to everyone that I'm trying to help and blah, 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 blah. And then he turns to Carol and she's like... Anyway, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, you bitch. He just poured his heart out to you. He opened up in a way he's never done it to anyone before since he put on this whole charade. And you're just like, can oh I go and eat my apple now? Because I picked it a while ago. And my I've Uber's got- here. <laughs> uh, I've got to go. <laughs> and then, you know, she gets taken by Morgan on horseback to this house that we saw at the start of the episode where she saw an old woman slash uh, zombie in the uh, in the window. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to live here forever, you know, and, and look after myself. Also, uh, the fire. Why, you're, why are you lighting a fire? Oh, it's c- not because she hasn't learnt in the last oh, four years what the hell like, not to do. Are you serious? I, like, oh. That, that, made, that was the most annoying thing about the episode was she got in, flicked to the scene. I'm like, I don't care that you haven't yet end of life crisis and you're like trying to do whatever it is you're doing don't light a fire like you're in a house get a blanket jesus <laughs> no one else is living there it's fine there'll be spares <sighs> but then she got that knock on the door which you know even i'm watching a show that has several other characters that knock Oof. that actually scared me because i'm like if you're by yourself who knocks yeah. anyway there's two people that know you're here and sure enough it's ezekiel and he's oh, and his tiger and his tiger and I know I said before I up until that point I'm like he's a good guy and then at that point I'm like he's a good guy isn't he and then she they just sort of looked at each other and then it cut to black and I was just like waiting for the moment it's like he's let her go everyone as far as they know Whoa. she's going to live by herself and he shows up and lets the tiger maul her to death like I don't see her dying and <laughs> wow. know that the creator has said he doesn't ever want to kill Carol he loves Carol but I was just so worried Who is this creator. 
He loves Carol and he does it to the end. I mean, who is this guy? <laughs> well, in fairness, Robert Kirkman, the creator of the comic, loves Carol, but the, the AMC uh, studio right. boss never sees an end of the show. But yeah, you're right. Okay. Maybe we can see an end to New Carol next week and a uh, in resurgence. In the form of being eaten by a lion. <laughs> Or tiger. I don't know where the lions come from. I don't know either. We've crossed universes. Uh, anything else you want to get out, boys? No, just put out the fire and get your shit together. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the title of this. I'm looking podcast. forward to next week seeing uh, Daryl and the likes of these guys. Is that where you think it'll go for it? The, do you oh, reckon- hopefully, I think so. Uh, you know, I don't mind going back to Rick and stuff like that, Michonne, but. I Definitely don't want to have to put up with another Carol episode. <laughs> Did you say you don't want it to be another Carol episode? Yeah, not at all. <laughs> it's going to be an interval for 45 minutes as long as it's not a Carol episode. It would have made a very interesting double feature had they released episode one and episode two back to back because it would have ended, you're, you're, you're broken, and then it cuts yeah. to Carol and it's just like this 45-minute sort of epilogue that you're like, oh, mm. man, this sort of feels like you know the seventh ending of The Return of the King. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, they definitely could have um, halved this episode, I think, and possibly thrown something else at us, but it was definitely a different pace to um, last week. Yeah, and I think com- compared to other episodes like this where they've had uh, you know no action and solely focused on one or two characters, it's by far among the better ones. You know, it's not Daryl yeah. and Maggie's sister in the cabin from season five because yeah. that thing nearly had me yeah. turn the show off. I was yeah. so bored for forty five minutes; it was the longest four hours of my life. There was but... no creep in this episode. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> no. creepy. Oh, anyway, next week, yeah, I think uh, I think you're right, Bren. We'll uh, we'll go and see what Daryl's doing. Hopefully, see inside Camp Savior. But we'll know as of uh, Monday, twelve thirty Queensland time, one thirty p.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Savings Time on FX Channel One Nineteen, I believe, on Foxtel. If you want to catch it. Uh, all our reviews and uh, news and all that sort of stuff, getintogeek.com. Find us on social media at Get Into Geek, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can catch me at Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Scotty? At Scott Couchman on everything that is the internet. And Brendan on the internet. Where might we find you? At the Brendan Gibson. We will be back next week. Might even uh, be joined by our other uh, Walking Dead lover, Bree, who's been yes. dying to get back in on the chat. Oh, and she's back. Oh, sorry. Didn't even. Wow. I'll let myself out. Okay, bugger it. Bree might be back next week. Brendan, Scotty, you'll be back next week talking yeah. more Walking Dead. Hopefully, Daryl survives Camp Savior. Oh, don't say that. Are you joking? <laughs> I did that for you, man. Why would you put that out there? I know you can't handle it. Okay, don't we'll be know. Get on the TV. We'll be back next week. That's not okay. Get into geek.com.